It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Tuesday. I'm James Erpine on Twitter. At Locked On Bengals, at James Erpine. Great to have you in. A lot to get to today. Off the beaten path a little bit. Yes, that's right. If you missed yesterday's podcast, Senior Bowl Reaction. From Mark Schofield, from John Ledger, both part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you're new to this podcast, it's pretty simple. I'm James Rapine. I host it, and we do this every single weekday. It's a daily Bengals podcast. I think we're the only one out there that's coming at you every single weekday, Monday through Friday, with Bengals insight, news, information, opinions, fan and listener reaction, and so much more. And you can subscribe and should subscribe if you haven't on iTunes, Google Play, the iHeartRadio app, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, you can get us Locked on Bengals in the Locked on Bengals podcast. By the way, check out LockedOnBengals.com right now. Mock Draft 1.0 is up. I know you guys love mock drafts, and I do too. And it's the Build Around Andy edition. Plus, every single podcast up there, my guy, Andre Edwards, wonders why Mike Brown hates us. Got some insight on Russell Bodine and Andy Dalton versus Carson Palmer and so much more. LockedOnBengals.com. So check that out as well. Uh, Colton Schaefer, Steve Herman. We got a bunch of writers at Locked On Bengals that uh, you should certainly check out as we're growing, 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 and growing more. This month is going to be our best month yet. We had a record-setting month uh, of January, but the, the month of February, I know it. We're just going to be booming here with off-season content and film breakdown and all the stuff you want for your off-season. But I want to start with something less off, less off-season-y and more fan, fan-driven. And let's talk about a fan topic here because, to me, you're a Bengals fan. If you're listening to this podcast, 99% of you are Bengals fans. And something happened up in Cleveland yesterday where the Cleveland Indians went away from their longtime logo. Chief Wahoo, after this year, after the 2018 season, they're going to take him completely off the uniform. They're going to keep the trademark and apparently still sell merchandise with him on it. But I, I wanted to ask you, and, and you can chime in with an email, James Rapine at ESPN1530.com. You can tweet me at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. But what kind of reaction would you have if the Bengals changed their logo? Now, the B, I wouldn't give a damn about. The the tiger, like the tiger face, not the leaping tiger, but the tiger face is one that I I've, remember I grew up with, and that's the one that I think a lot of you would have, have the, the most attachment to. Because a lot of people, and I discussed this on my show today on ESPN 1530, a lot of people have ties. Their favorite teams, they love those logos. The nostalgia is real. The nostalgia is real. So I grew up in the 90s, right? Like the 90s were the time for me. And whether it's cartoons or TV shows you enjoyed, but stuff like that, I love it. Like anytime I see a 
a dinosaurs DVD, like the complete, the complete series of the dinosaurs. What you, and, and if you don't remember the little puppets with the baby who says, not the mama, and hits the dad in the head with the frying pan. Like, I loved that show. Loved that show. Loved Power Rangers. It was one of my go-tos. So when I see the new Power Rangers logo on a commercial or something, ugh. I don't like it as much as the, the old Power Rangers, even though it's all, come on. Like, like how, how many of you, if you're a millennial, how many of you watched the new movie, the Power Rangers movie that came out? That's how we look at it at sports. So I look at, I went to the University of Cincinnati. I've been a Bearcats fan my entire life, grew up here. Some of the Bearcats logos in the past, when I see them now, because it's evolved over the years. At one point, it was a gray cat. In one point, it was a red cat because they're the Bearcats. And I was like, oh, man, I miss that gray Bearcat logo. And if you're familiar with it, the paw stretched out, and it's part of the, the UC paw. It's it's just one of those things. So I get the attachment to the logo, but I don't think I have that attachment with the Bengals. I don't think I would mind much if they changed the Tiger. In fact, I almost think they should. Now, again, it depends on to what. depends on if it's an upgrade. Maybe keep the Tiger head and you change the B. Either way, to me, I think you need a facelift. I think we can all agree the Bengals, some kind of change is necessary. And I've done this topic on this podcast before. They definitely need new unis. New uniforms is certainly something that should happen in 2018. Haven't heard anything on it yet. I'm going to continue that movement. Feel free to send this audio to Mike Brown so he can, you know, shell out the dough or do what he needs to do with Nike to, to collaborate and get that done. But a new logo wouldn't be bad to me. I think it wouldn't I think it would be good, new, fresh, something different. Especially this year where let's be honest, their Q score, their the thoughts, the fan thoughts about the Bengals. And and a lot of you are diehards that, that I'm talking to here that listen to this podcast and I get that. But the casual fan probably isn't flipping on this podcast right now because Marvin is back. I I'll be real with you. I mean that's that's part of it. So one thing I've noticed in Cincinnati with the Reds is they're really good about even if they're having losing seasons about making the ballpark and and things feel new fresh different new ballpark foods um new new different things in between innings giveaways different things like that like the Bengals I'm not saying they should give away bobbleheads but what they could do is freshen it up with new uniforms new logos slogan maybe different things like that that the the PR staff of the Bengals could come up with maybe they should hire me and I could put together something. But to me, new unis, a must, a new logo, what would your feelings, what would your thoughts be if the Bengals switched out the B? I get keeping the tiger head. You could swap out the B, make it something better. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcast. And email me, James Erpine at ESPN1530.com. If you're betting on the Super Bowl this weekend, make sure – you check out mybookie.ag. My bookie is the place to be. Use promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N for 50% off. They'll, ma- they'll match it up to a 50% bonus. That's what I should say. Match your initial deposit. So let's say you deposit 50 bucks, right? And you're not going to bet a ton, but you want to bet on some of these different props. You can win up to or earn up to $25 of that back. So that 50 becomes 75. 
up to a 50% bonus with promo code locked on. I, I get it. You want to shell out a little bit of money, throw some money out there. It's quick payouts with mybookie.ag. You win in the Super Bowl. You don't, if you're not going to bet NFL again or if you only bet NFL and you're going to take the offseason, that's fine. only takes a couple business days to get your payouts, some of the fastest payouts in the industry with mybookie.ag. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. One thing I wanted to get into today is just to to brace yourself, get yourselves ready for what I know is going to happen, is bound to happen. The Bengals are going to keep some of their players that you don't want them to keep. So here are the players scheduled to potentially hit free agency. You ready? A.J. McCarron, depending on what happens in, in two weeks, the, the decision comes down on February 15th. But I, I think it sounds like McCarron certainly wants to go. It just depends on, on whether or not the Bengals are willing to let him go, depending on what happens with that grievance. We'll get into more on that A.J. McCarron thing as we get closer to it. Also, Andre Smith, Cedric Pierman, Chris Smith, Eric Winston, Jeremy Hill, Kevin Huber, Kevin Minner, Pat Sims, Russell Bodine, Tyler Eifert. The Bengals clearly lukewarm on Tyler Eifert. Doesn't sound like they're going to do everything they can to keep him. Probably do some. I think he's gone. A.J. McCarron, he wants out. I think the Bengals could consider trading him. Heck, they almost did trade him. I'm not sure there'll be as much of a market. He'll enter restricted free agency. We'll see there. Potentially restricted free agency. That's what I'm preparing, though. It could be a free agent. He might just be an open book free agent for anyone to sign. Andre Smith, I think they're going to keep him. Cedric Pierman, I think they might keep him. Chris Smith, I think they're going to try to keep him. That'll be interesting. Kevin Huber, I think they'll try to keep him. Kevin Minner, eh, we'll see. I could see them keeping him, though, because they like familiarity and they've had a year with him. Pat Sims, Russell Bodine, I think they they try to keep Russell. To me, they're going to sign some players like Andre Smith, Russell Bodine, for continuity purposes. And I'm not sure they should do that. Like, they're going to let Eifert go, right, because of his injury history. But then they're going to keep mediocre, like Bodine and Andre, and they're going to take Tyler Eifert's money and give it to Tyler Croft, according to multiple reports. That's that's what they're looked at. They prioritize getting Croft an extension done for Tyler Croft over re-signing Tyler Eifert. And I disagree. (laughs) I do. I'm all about, like, I keep special. Like, I I was seeing these knuckleheads on Twitter like, Andrew Luck, is he going to play again? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Here's what I do know. Andrew Luck is special. He's unique. He's something that not, not many people can find. You can't find Andrew Luck everywhere. I can find Tyler Croft in like four rounds of the draft every year. I can find Tyler Croft on the free agent market. I can find Tyler Croft. I can't find Tyler Eifert. And I know that's a very linear way of looking at it, and I simplified it, and you're going to say, well, James, he's only played in 49% of his games, and he's got all these injuries, and will he be the same? I, I get all that. But if you're going to take money 
Would you rather give it to Russell Bodine because he's been durable and eh to crappy? Like, at best, Russell Bodine is eh. At worst, he's crappy. Okay? Andre Smith is 30. Clearly lost a step from every film evaluator I've talked to, including my own eyes, and I'm not considering myself a film evaluator. Yes, did he help last year? Sure. Your tackles were dreadful. So was he an upgrade from dreadful? Okay. Can you keep him around for $1.2 Then I'm fine with that. But if you have to pay Russell Bodine and you have to pay Andre Smith and you let Tyler Eifert walk and you extend Tyler Croft, you're losing the best player out of the four and keeping three guys because you either are familiar with them or because they've stayed healthy. Now, I get it. I understand. Availability, the best ability is availability. That like, old cliche, I understand. But good God, what are we talking about? Ultimately, who would you rather have? Because I don't want the Jeremy Hill of centers anymore. And if he is going to be here, I want him on backup money playing a backup role in a backup contract. I don't want the Jeremy Hill of tight ends to be extended. Like it or not, that's what Jeremy Hill's a mediocre running back. So is Tyler Croft at tight end. I like Tyler Croft, but he's fine. He's not special. He's not unique. Say what you want about Eifert. But he's a lot like Perfect. He's missed 40, uh, 51% of his games. Throughout his career. 7% different than Burfecht over the past four years. We praise the Burfecht deal. Burfecht's missed 44% of his games due to suspension and injury. I get it. Availability matters, but so does talent. And I don't think anyone's going to offer Tyler Eifert $40 million. I would rather keep Tyler Eifert and take that risk with injury. And you guys might disagree with this. I, I, I get it. I understand it over extending Russell Bodine, who I need to come up with a nickname for, Andre Smith, who's a really nice guy. I don't know how into football he is at this point. I've had multiple people during training camp last year ask in question whether or not he was giving it his all. And he did come on late in the season. But is he doing it right now, or is he going to have to get in shape again in August? Because I don't want that. I want to go through the same old tune there either. And then with Tyler Croft, he's fine. I'm not, no problem extending him. No problem extending, extending Tyler Croft. But he's Tyler Croft. Oh, boy. And I might get, watch, Tyler Croft have 15 touchdowns in 2018. But he's not special. He's not unique. He's not different. Had Joe Goodberry on the podcast a couple weeks ago. And I asked him how big of the drop-off is between Eifert and Croft. Sure, the big difference. Uh, the, the biggest thing, and, and, you know, if people have maybe a recency in their minds, Tyler Eifert was a shell of himself this year. and He never looked as quick as normal. He never looked as agile. Um, he, he wasn't getting open. I mean, it didn't, it didn't last long, but he was on IR pretty quickly. It's been almost three years since we've seen a fully healthy Tyler Eifert, 2015, and that was a fantastic year. Uh, and that year, he was a red zone threat, a target, a guy you can use consistently down there. Uh, but he stretched the field, too, up the seat. He's a guy you can split out wide. You can put him in the slot. You can run uh, wide receiver routes with him. And what it does is it creates a mismatch on every single play, something the Bengals desperately need when, it, when it's just A.J. Green the last couple of years. 
um, is, is finding a guy that can just line up and win, no matter the situation. And that's Tyler Eifert when he's healthy. Croft had a very good year, and he was one of the best, biggest surprises uh, of the season. Uh, but for the most part, he's not a guy getting open because he's a dynamic athlete or because he's a great route runner. He's a big body with good hands, and he's tough. I mean, he, he made a lot of nice catches, a lot of red zone catches, but at the same time, uh, he, you know, he wasn't changing the game. He wasn't stretching the field up the seam. Uh, defenses really weren't concerned with him. Uh, there was a lot of games he, he disappeared, and we didn't see him. And, and that's the case sometimes with a lot of players on this offense. But uh, the difference between the two is that Eifert is an elite talent in terms of ball skills, ball tracking, uh, route running, agility, and combined with that size, he's a wide receiver playing tight end. So to me, and that's Joe Goodberry, he joined me on a podcast, an earlier podcast. To me, it just, I don't want to keep mediocre around. I'm trying to get away from mediocre. The Bengals are going to have 10 draft picks. They're going to have 10 draft picks. You can't find Russell Bodine. Oh, but he's been so durable and he's done da 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 Come on. Come on. Now, I get it. Like, if you don't want to re-sign Tyler Eifert because you want to go after a center in free agency, I'm all for it. Like, if you say we're going to let Bodine go and Andre Smith go and Eifert go, we're going to extend Croft to offer some kind of stability at the position, but we're going to take that money and we're going to put it towards a center. Or we're going to put it towards a really good linebacker next to Vontez Perfect. Or we're going to put it towards a, a, whoever you want. who Honestly, whoever. Then I'm on board. If that's what you're trying to do to upgrade. But to me, keeping Andre Smith and Russell Bodine and Tyler Croft and just prolonging their Bengals careers and letting Tyler Eifert walk doesn't make you better. It doesn't make you better unless you upgrade somewhere else. Andre Smith wasn't good enough last year. Russell Bodon wasn't good enough last year. And my God, don't tell me Tyler Croft was good enough last year. The expectations were zilch when Tyler Eifert went down. Was he all right? Sure. He was a good backup. He was a good second tight end. But if you're telling me you're bringing the same roster back, those same guys, and you're looking at this, well, Tyler Eifert's your best free agent, so why not try to keep him around? He has the most potential. He's 27 years old. That's how I look at it. Ceilings. Ceilings. How can he impact the Bengals? Andre Smith, his ceiling isn't going to be an elite player. Neither is Russell Bodine. Neither is Jeremy Hill. Neither is Tyler Croft. And Tyler Croft's under contract. To me, I would prioritize Tyler Eifert. I'll take your emails, James Erpine at ESPN1530.com. Also, tweet me at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. I'm going to try to get Joe Goodberry on later this week because we're going to have him on weekly. We're going to do that. I'm going to have our weekly interview with Joe. Maybe I'll be able to lock it down to, to one day. Joe's a busy man. Make sure you keep it locked on LockedOnBengals.com. Get it locked on LockedOnBengals.com. Locked on Red. Stay tuned for that. I've seen some interest. I've gotten some tweets about it, a few texts about it. It's coming. And as the the baseball season gets closer, spring training gets here, so will the Locked on Reds podcast hosted by me. So brace yourselves because uh, Locked on Double Dose of Cincinnati Sports. If you're a Bengals fan, not a Reds fan, that's great too. I love that you're here. I love that you're listening. Subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcasts, including Stitcher, Spotify, 
All of them. I always forget a couple. Google Play. I mean, wherever you get it, it's there. It's always posted on LockedOnBengals.com. I love this song, by the way. Little Notorious B.I.G. Until tomorrow, when we'll have plenty to discuss Bengals-wise, the offseason, check out my mock draft at LockedOnBengals.com. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Also, give me your Super Bowl predictions. Friday, we'll do a Super Bowl preview show. Discuss how the Bengals are going to get there in 2018. <laughs> I'm James Rapine. Have a great Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 